This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Breaking news. Investigators found what appears to be human remains. Brian Laundrie's parents at the swamp. After five weeks, have they finally found Brian's remains? Then, may I take off my mask? The Parkland School Shooter complaining about life in prison. I can't even watch TV anymore. You will not come out until you are no longer alive. Do you understand? And churning in their boots, firefighters walking off the job after refusing the vaccine. And the burger chain pushing back against vaccine mandates. Plus, chilling surveillance video trying to break in as a mom and her child lock themselves in the bathroom. Wait till you see what happened next. And Ow. she's having a baby. Not in labor. Just walking to the hospital. Their car broke down before they could get to the hospital. Cost $1,000 to order an ambulance. Plus, the stars come out. There's Adele. Adele's courtside date night. And uproar over the new Hooters uniform. This is what I'm supposed to be wearing. I hate it. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A critical development in the hunt for Brian Laundrie. The FBI announcing that human remains, including Laundrie's backpack, were found in the Florida Nature Preserve that's been the subject of searches for the past month. Now, officials are not describing the condition of the remains, nor are they confirming that they are Laundrie's, only that the discovery was possible because swamp water in the area had recently receded. Stephen Fabian has the latest. It looks like they may have found Brian Laundrie's body after all these weeks. Earlier today, investigators found what appears to be human remains, along with personal items, such as a backpack and notebook belonging to Brian Laundrie. These items were found in an area that up until recently have been underwater. After the announcement by the FBI, there were cries of justice for Gabby. The Sarasota County Medical Examiner and a human remains detection team were called to the scene in the Myakkahatchee Creek Environmental Park. Pathologist Dr. Priya Banerjee. The fact that these human remains were found in an area previously underwater, what does that do to the condition? You could have a range, right? Decomposition. You could have anywhere from some soft tissues left to completely skeletonized. Brian Laundrie's parents also came to the park at 7.30 a.m. and huddled with a police officer who was overheard telling them, I think we might have found something. He also showed them an object in a white bag. 
also found a backpack reportedly consistent with the backpack that Brian wore in Utah during that now notorious police stop. The Laundry family attorney tells Inside Edition that last night the Laundries informed the FBI and Northport, Florida police of their intentions to search the swampland this morning for Brian. They met Chris and Roberta there this morning after a brief search off a trail that Brian frequented. Some articles belonging to Brian were found. The dramatic new developments are raising lots of questions, adding more mystery to the case. Isn't it interesting that hundreds of searchers went through this preserve for more than a month, and then the family, which has not cooperated much at all, suddenly contacts police and say, we plan to go out there and look for him. And then very quickly, they find traces of Brian. Authorities have been searching the swampland for five weeks with no result. The park was closed throughout that entire time it was being searched. Then just yesterday, it was reopened, followed by today's apparent break in the case. Now, many had expressed doubt whether Brian Laundrie was ever in that swamp. I spoke with Callahan Walsh, co-host of In Pursuit, with his father, John Walsh. If this turns out to be Brian Laundrie, I am surprised. Uh, I thought he would be outside of the state by now. Uh, I thought he was receiving help and, and had got more of a head start. We'd received a lot of tips to In Pursuit, especially around the Appalachian Trail, all independent tips that corroborated the same information. Laundrie's parents have been under virtual siege since Gabby Petito was reported missing. Yesterday, they were heckled on a shopping excursion to a supermarket and AT&T store. Is your son still alive? Have you been in contact with him? Where do you think he is? Now, a big break in the intense manhunt that is making headlines around the world. The nature preserve where those remains were found is now closed to the public until further notice. Three and a half years after the school shooting in Parkland, Florida, Nicholas Cruz has pled guilty to killing 17 people and attempting to kill another 17. The guilty plea, which has no conditions attached to it, means the now 23-year-old killer could be executed for his crimes. While making a statement to the families of his victims, Cruz said that decision was up to them. Should he live or die? The Parkland school shooter's fate now hangs in the balance. Wearing a shirt several sizes too large, 23-year-old Nicholas Cruz stepped forward to face the judge. Do you understand the maximum penalty is death? Yes, ma'am. Cruz killed 17 students and faculty at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida three years ago. To count one of the indictment, murder in the first degree of victim Luke Hoyer, how do you wish to plead? Guilty. It took count more than four minutes to get through the long list of his victims. Each time, his answer was the same. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Guilty. Cruz stood slumped over as the prosecutor outlined how each of the victims met their fate that awful day. Alessa Alphadeff was shot eight times and she died of her wounds. Carmen Shentrup, 16 years old, was shot three times and she died of her wounds. Peter Wang was 14 years old. He was shot 12 times <clears throat> and he died of his wounds. The victim's devastated families sat in the courtroom, wiping away tears. Cruz addressed the court and actually bemoaned the fact that he couldn't watch TV in prison. I'm sorry, and I can't even watch TV anymore. He also essentially put his life in the hands of the grieving families. And I just want you to know I'm really sorry. And I hope you give me a chance to try to help others. If, if I believe it's your decision to decide where I go and 
whether I live or die. But Judge Elizabeth Shear pointed out that if he is sentenced to death or life, either way, his life is as good as over. You will not come out until you are no longer alive. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. Cruz may have looked meek in court, but this prison surveillance video recorded three years ago shows him attacking a corrections officer. The families of the slain students spoke outside court. He deserves nothing more than the death penalty. We want him dead. We want him forgotten. I don't ever want to hear this kid's name again. The decision on whether Cruz gets the death penalty will be decided by a jury at an upcoming hearing, probably in January, not the victim's families. The city of New York is the latest government to require that all of its employees be vaccinated against COVID or risk termination. Now, that's already the case in the state of Washington, where Jim Murray reports firefighters are the latest public safety workers to call it quits. They're turning in their boots. A dozen Seattle firefighters climb the steps of City Hall, boots in hand. They're quitting rather than comply with the city's vaccine mandate and leaving their boots behind. Here in California, the famous In-N-Out Burger chain is taking a stand against vaccine mandates for indoor dining. A spokesperson for the chain says they refuse to be the vaccination police. An In-N-Out restaurant in San Francisco was actually shut down for not checking on customers' vaccine status. They're open again, but for takeout only. You don't get the vaccine for yourself, you get it for other people. Now, basketball great Charles Barkley is blasting Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets star who has been banned from playing for refusing to get vaccinated. You get vaccinated for your family first. You get vaccinated for your teammates second, things like that. That's what bothers me about this whole thing. I think everybody should get vaccinated. COVID has struck at the heart of Fox News. Anchor Neil Cavuto just revealed he has tested positive for COVID. The 63-year-old who has multiple sclerosis is fully vaccinated. Had I not been vaccinated, this would have been a far more dire situation, he said in a statement. I'm surviving this because I did. I'm going to share a secret I've never spoken before. And CNN's John King is speaking out after his surprise revelation yesterday that he also has MS. That did not look planned. It was not planned. Um, It's been something that's been on the front of my mind. He says he chose to reveal his medical condition in response to misinformation about vaccines. They are safe. They are effective. They are driving down the COVID case numbers. If you want to have a debate about mandates, fine. But do it based on fact, not reckless, hurtful, dangerous misinformation. In New York, a commuter says he was thrown out of a subway station after he asked two cops why they weren't wearing masks. Masks are mandatory on public transportation in New York. As you can see, the guy being tossed out appears to be following the rules while the cops are not. And those officers are now under investigation. A terrifying situation when a deranged stranger broke into a young mother's house, prompting her to barricade herself in a bathroom with her two-year-old while waiting for help to arrive. Amber Cagliano spoke with a mom who is still shaken by what happened. Imagine this happening outside your front door, a deranged stranger trying to break in. A young mom is inside with her two-year-old son, and she is terrified. We heard a really loud banging, and I jumped up because I didn't know what it was. The crazed man won't stop. At one point, he grabs a fireplace log and uses it to smash in windows. You grabbed your son. 
I put them on my hip and I ran as hard, fast as I could. Then it happens. He climbs in. He's now inside the house in Tennessee. It's a nightmare for 26-year-old Keen Winchester. It took police 10 minutes to get there. It was very scary. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who was coming after us and I didn't know what he was looking for. I didn't know if he was wanting to kill us or if he was wanting to steal or what, but I just was praying he just, he'd get it and go. Police said the suspect was on drugs. He told police he knew a previous occupant of the house. He was hospitalized with cuts he got climbing into the window. We have guns and everybody says you should have shot him, but my first instinct was get my baby somewhere safe. This is where he came in. My husband has it boarded up. This is the door he banged on. We cleaned all the blood. Keen hopes her son Memphis can forget the trauma. Honestly, my first thought was he's going to see something happen to his mama. Keen says waiting those 10 minutes for the cops felt like hours. Now the murder case without a victim's body. Les Trent with a bizarre story of a troubled marriage, a wife contemplating divorce, and a husband accused of using black magic to get what he wanted. The husband of missing mom, May Miliette, put a black magic spell over her to keep her from divorcing him. That's the shocking allegations authorities are making as they announce that the husband, Larry Miliette, has been charged with murder, even though May's body has not yet been found. Before she disappeared, Larry Miliette allegedly reached out to a so-called spellcaster, a psychic who claims to have magical powers. He was asking for May to become incap incapacitated for May to be in an accident, to have broken bones so that she could stay at home. I spoke with May's sister, Maricris Druillet, today. What did you think when you heard that? It's just heartbreaking. Um, he, he was desperate. Um, that's all I could say. He was very desperate. He can't let go of my sister, unfortunately. Her family says May was ready to end her marriage. The last call she is believed to have made was to a divorce attorney on January 7th. At 10 p.m. that night, the sound of six loud bangs, apparently gunshots, were captured on a neighbor's surveillance camera. May's family is pleading for help in finding her remains so they can give her a proper goodbye. I'm still asking the public to please come and help us. Larry Miliette's attorney says she was surprised that her client was charged with murder because she says there's no body and there's no proof that May is dead. She said she believes she's still alive. And that's singer Adele on a much happier note, out with her new beau and probably celebrating that amazing success of her latest single. It's date night for Adele. The pop star looked happy as can be courtside with her sports agent boyfriend at the L.A. Lakers game last night. Adele showed off her slim figure in a sexy brown leather jumpsuit draped with a Louis Vuitton coat. And it wasn't exactly a warm welcome for A-Rod in Red Sox Nation. Slugger was on hand as an analyst for Fox Sports, but Boston fans were more interested in trolling A-Rod about his breakup with J-Lo, who is now famously back with her ex, Ben Affleck. Holy moly, were they brutal. A-Rod! Ben Affleck's 
got J-Lo! How do you like them apples? Hey, A-Rod, what's your favorite Ben Affleck movie? Give A-Rod an A for concentration. We'll be right back. Next, oh. she's having a baby. Mom and labor, just walking to the hospital. Their car broke down before they could get to the hospital. Cost $1,000 to order an ambulance. And uproar over the new Hooters uniform. This is what I'm supposed to be wearing. I hate it. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Talk about the catch of the day. Check out this giant sunfish caught off the coast of North Africa. This thing weighs a whopping 4,400 pounds, but that's just a guesstimate because it was too big for the scale. After they measured this thing, they put them back into the ocean. This couple was on their way to the hospital to have their baby when their car ran out of gas. Not wanting to pay a high ambulance bill, they walked while she was in labor. This woman is in a serious predicament. So I'm in labor, just walking to the hospital. You heard right, she's having a baby. So why is she walking along a dark road in Denver, Colorado? Our car broke down, like half a mile from the hospital. So we're walking because it costs $1,000 to order an ambulance. The couple decided against calling an ambulance because they couldn't afford it. As 27-year-old Kelsey Van Meveren is striding to the hospital, her water breaks. Another sign the baby is definitely on the way. My legs are soaking wet. It's cold. How much farther? Fortunately, they made it. And here's the darling newborn, a baby girl they named Prairie. Befitting a mom who showed true pioneer spirit walking to the hospital. She's doing really great. She's healthy, eight pounds. Wait till mom tells her about the drama of her birth. Just walking to the hospital. Sweet baby. When we come back, the outcry over the short shorts at Hooters. They're getting skimpier. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like and gift mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. 
The redesign of Hooters shorts is stirring controversy. They're the new Hooters shorts getting a cheeky reaction from Hooters girls. Oh, oh look, a wedgie. They're so skimpy, we can't even show you the backside without leggings. Gracie Herrick is one of the Hooters servers who took to TikTok to air her grievances. It looked like we were walking around in a bathing suit with a t-shirt and it, a lot of the customers even noticed it and said stuff about how they were too short and too provocative. So this is what I'm supposed to be wearing. Um, <laughs> I hate it. Kirsten Songer, a Hooters girl and med school student in South Carolina, is also voicing her distaste on TikTok. There is no longer um, any anything covered by these shorts. And this is what the problem with the new shorts is. This is why all the Hooters girls are upset. Because this is not what I agreed to wear a year ago when I was hired. She models the old shorts for comparison. They covered everything they needed to cover. They're not alone. Scores of Hooters girls are crying out on TikTok. This bartender captioned her video, So Hooters got new panties? I mean shorts. But not everyone is bummed about the new uniform. This waitress says she's been making way more money with the new shorts. Hooters of America said in a statement, these uniforms have received overwhelmingly favorable reviews from both Hooters girls and customers, but added Hooters girls have the option to choose from traditional uniforms or the new ones. Music to the ears of this Hooters girl. I hate it. When we come back, one determined kid. Finally today, he'll get there when he gets there. This little guy is getting into position to climb off of a curb, but it's much farther away than he realizes. Oh, that's too far. <laughs> no problem. He'll just shimmy across the pavement till he gets there. All right. Oh Good job. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Curbs are scary. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.